Welcome to the Craft of Shadows podcast, based on the novel The Jewel of Nineveh by Dewish Basiti. Discover new content and subscribe to receive updates at craftofshadows.com. Now, on with the show. Chapter 19. Confrontation. Manu sat alone and stared at his palms. He curled up his fingers, but his thumbs closed faster than his little fingers. He tried again, and the lag was the same. It felt like half of his hand was drunk and the other half was sober. His toes felt an odd prickling as he wriggled them in his boots. He scowled, then composed himself as he heard Hatra approach. The time has come to put an end to the plotters in the guild. With Simak dead, I wager they'll put up a weak resistance, Manu said, his chin jutted forward. I agree, it is time for the King of Thieves to reclaim his throne, but there are only two of us, and I have no way of knowing which way the allegiances of the others will fall. The situation is too dangerous to involve the boy, and the old man has been through enough of an ordeal. Hatra buckled and buttoned her costume and donned her mask. Manu spun the handle and revealed the hidden stairs. In a wolf pack, two will always take control. No one else trusts others down there. We just need to get their attention. Come, we'll go through the sewers and meet them head on. I'm sick of hiding from those dogs. The King of Thieves laid a gloved hand on Manu's shoulder. It is my kingdom we are striding into. I will take the lead. Manu shrugged. As you wish. They descended into the cellar and went through the secret passage. They removed the grate and dropped down to the sewers. The brick-lined tunnels, noiseless, save for the drips from the ceiling and the squeaks of rats scurrying away from them, led them onward until they reached the gate of the thieves' den. The king of thieves hammered on the door. Open up, traitors and face your reckoning. The hoarse voice cracked with rage. The door opened, and a woman, her forehead creased, peered out and gasped at the powerful figure of her erstwhile monarch. She backed away from the open door, and the king of thieves strode in, Manu a few steps behind. Many thieves were there, talking amongst themselves, or sitting, drinking in quiet seclusion. They grew silent and formed a circle around the newcomers, several paces back and out of sword range. Simak is dead. The throne is open. I claim it by right. Do any of you snivelling wretches have the spine to face me, or will you bend your knees to me now? A heavy-set man 
with three white scars across his cheek, took a step forward. CMAC showed us a great number of things can change. Some of us have ambitions. He tilted his head in the direction of the stage. The mouldering red velvet and flaking gold of the throne of thieves, flanked by the planar chairs of the left and right hand, all empty. The rules of our brotherhood have always permitted change. The strongest, or the fastest, or the most devious. It is right they should rule us. Does anyone here remember that I was not always your king? Do you remember the man I slew, even as he sat in that throne? But Simak had a powerful sponsor in the circle of the nobles. Valuable contracts that would make us rich. Far richer than the petty coins we now steal. Working with the nobles would be far more lucrative than robbing them. Listen to yourselves. Do you know what you are becoming? Lapdogs for the nobles. Worse, slaves. We have always lived free. No laws or powers can bind us. We live by our wits and our guile. We are the most dangerous men in this city, bonded in brotherhood. We are unstoppable. You want to tear that down and set up an assassination shop for nobles to stab at each other? The scarred man scowled. Your high and mighty brotherhood crumbled when Simak took charge. I'm looking out for myself. I don't see you offering a better alternative. There were grunts of approval and nodded heads from the crowd. You blame the coup on me? The king of thieves spun around, an accusing finger drawn around the circle. What was our brotherhood? A name only? Did we come together in union for purpose? Or were we just a drinking house in the sewers? Look to yourselves if you seek an alternative. The Thieves' Guild exists for a purpose. It seems too many of you have forgotten. Too many of you have grown fat and weak and stupid with your cosy lives and sanctuary. I now break our brotherhood and today will form a new one. If you are worthy, I will allow you to stand with me. Otherwise, you will be cast into the street and left to fend for yourselves. War is returning to the city. Even now, Nineveh's army marches towards us. Too long have we allowed the politics of the city above to tear at the lives of the people down here. Our people, our families, and our kin. Starting today, I vow to tear out this corruption from the sewers, from the streets, and all the way up God's finger.
the king of thieves panted hoarsely and caught the gaze one by one of every man and woman standing there. The man with the three white scars on his cheek rubbed his chin and nodded. He pointed at Manu. I guess he is your new right hand in your self-appointed coronation. We stand together, that is correct, Shapur, but the hands cannot be appointed until the throne has been filled. Manu is here to ensure that contest occurs according to our rules, one against another, any weapons permitted, with no outside interference. Shapur smirked at the king and drew a sword in his right hand and a long straight dagger with his left. I like those odds. The circle widened in hurried paces. The king of thieves and the man with the scars on his cheek approached each other, half crouched and on their toes. The scarred man thrust and the king spun away, cloak flaring outwards. A small knife, hardly more than a dart, leapt from the king's hand and sunk into the thigh of Shapur, who grunted in surprised pain. First point to me. We're not fencing. Shapur sheathed his dagger and pulled the knife out of his leg and threw it clumsily at the king of thieves, who stepped aside. A squeal and the clatter of people in the circle behind moving to avoid the knife's trajectory. A steady flow of blood ran down the scarred man's trouser and plastered it to his leg. He kept his weight off it and thrust forward again, three times in quick succession. The king of thieves was driven back to the circle and palms thrust forward, preventing escape. Two more knives flew across the room and the scarred man cried out as they sank into his chest and shoulder. With a roar, he charged forward wildly as the king twisted and rolled to avoid the frenzied onslaught. The king's foot slipped on the trail of blood and went down heavily on one knee. The scarred man seized the chance and lunged forward, straight for the heart. The king vaulted up lightly inside the blade and grasped Shapur's shoulders, somersaulting over to land behind his back. Shapur's head was twisted back and a long blackened knife cut deep across his throat the spray of blood drenching a quarter circle of the assembled thieves. The body went slack and the king of thieves held it sagging by a clump of hair as the jaw flapped open and its eyes rolled back. Who amongst you wants my throne now? Hoarse and tired but edged with steel menace. The circle of bodies backed away and parted before the stage. The king of thieves released the man's hair and the body crumpled to the floor, face first 
in the gush of blood that lay across the floor. Steady, sure boot treads and a light jump onto the stage, a creak of leather against wood as the throne of thieves was occupied once again. You may now sue for the positions of right and left hands. For the master position in charge of assassination, the right hand that wields the knife, raise your right hand. For the master position in charge of thievery and spying, the left hand that moves unseen, raise your left hand. All faces in the broken circle turn to Manu. A tall woman, her hair hanging in many braids about her shoulders, stepped up to him. Why did you not seek the throne? Manu looked at the King of Thieves, at the image of the screaming face on the mask, and at the eyes that burned through the holes, cut through it. He grinned and turned back to the woman with the braids. I only get into fights, I'm certain that I can win. The woman nodded. Then will you claim either position on the council? We have seen you steal and kill. Not one of us here has been unimpressed. Manu sighed and shook his head. I've got my hands full with my own problems. I don't have time to get involved with your brotherhood and your rules. If I'm able to go about my business without interference, then I'll leave you all to go about yours. He turned and faced the King of Thieves. Do we have a deal? This is not a decision the King can make alone. What you are asking for is license to operate without controls, precisely what the Guild was created to stop. This must be a vote taken by all present members. What say you, brothers? The cheers were unanimous. Some stepped forward and clapped him on the shoulder. The woman with the braided hair leaned close to his ear. I think you'll find many that worried you'd take their place at the right or the left hand of her king, and so they vote for your freedom to clear their own path. Manu shrugged. It matters little to me, whatever it was, as long as I get my way. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Craft of Shadows podcast. More details at craftofshadows.com. Copyright 2020, Dirush Pasiti and Victor Publishing. Title music by Turku, Nomads of the Silk Road, at turkumusic.com.